I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. As promised, this week's episode is about the new year and resolutions. I know, I know, it's already January 24th, so what on earth took me so long, right? Well, we have some exciting news. At the end of season three of this podcast, which happens in March, and the first two weeks of April, Jay and I are launching an interactive platform that will include fitness, nutrition, mindset, podcasts, lives, community, e-courses, groups, challenges, and much more. We're going to try something new and collaborate together to bring a sense of community to something that really could use it. Working on that has been awesome, and we are excited to bring that experience to our work. We're combining our efforts, as I said, and that was something that I had worked on, if y'all remember, and you've been following the podcast, is not being so controlling and being more collaborative in the business, and so that's just a huge deal, you know, for us to be able to do that and to bring that to you guys. So our content will obviously not be the same, but it will definitely complement each other and you will have more of a connection with us and others who want to heal and to grow. This platform is for everyone regardless of diagnosis, though there will be a place for loved ones and for people with BPD and other disorders of emotion dysregulation because, again, we really need community, right? I assure you that more information on this will come over time as the date draws closer, but for now, everything stays exactly the same as we finish Season 3 through March, and we have some very exciting episodes coming up to finish off this season, including another episode with Jay and I talking about the phrase, I miss you, and how what that really means, and how that can impact relationships, as silly as that sounds, maybe or maybe some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, now on to resolutions. I don't really like the idea of creating grandiose resolutions in the name of the new year that fall off by, well, around about the 24th, right? However, the end of the year and the start of a new year is a great time to evaluate what was optimal about 2022 and what was suboptimal, and utilizing your power of choice to plan for a better 2023. A fresh start feels good if we allow it. So how do you choose to plan for a better year? Well, first, remember that all progress begins with truth. I'll say it again. All progress starts with truth. This means that you have to be willing to engage in honest self-reflection and introspection about what actually went well and what didn't last year without hyperboles. I say this for those of you that will tell me that the whole year was awful. Remember, what feels true and what is true are very different, especially within having this diagnosis. Remember that feelings are not facts and all progress begins with truth, so we have to separate what feels and what is or what was. You can even write two separate journal entries if need be if you're struggling with this. One for how you feel, and one for what is real. I felt like the entire year was awful. There were good moments last year, like the time I was able to go to the beach for the day, or the time we were laughing when we were watching this movie, right? Two separate entries. 
This is also a great way to practice not talking in hyperboles and using your logical or wise mind. So that's one thing that I would suggest that everyone listening to the podcast does is reevaluate your vision board, reevaluate your moral compass, make sure it's up around your house so you can see it and install that into your conscious awareness and stop talking in hyperboles. That is a huge one. I often notice that even within myself, you got to reel yourself back, right? You have an intense personality. If you are listening to this podcast or you have a loved one with an intense personality and remember that using hyperboles in your speech is abusive language. We can go all the way back to season one. That was something that I had talked about then and it is key. So if you find yourself fluffing and saying little white lies, bring back your moral compass. Truth is black and white. You're either honest or you're not. And remember to regulate yourself in such a way that you're not thinking in hyperbolic ways, you're not speaking hyperboles, meaning you're not adding more onto something than actually is. Okay, this is just so key because BPD emotions are so big that they create emotional narratives that are not based in reality. So if you are looking at creating resolutions based on an illusion of truth, you're not going to make any progress because progress begins with truth, right? The emotional narratives created by the BPD brain are not true. They feel true and your feelings are valid. What you feel is real. You feel that and no one can take that away from you. However, the stories are not valid. The illusion of truth is not a place where we want to be in our BPD safe house build, if you remember that from early episodes. We want to be in truth because that is where progress starts. So what should you do if you really get stuck and you can't see the truth? Find someone you can trust that will help you see your blind spots. That's key. It's one of the the reasons why I love the work that I do is I'm able to coach people through the blind spots that they're experiencing and just point out the truth. So if someone comes to me and they say, Rose, today, you know, it's, it's, you know, the best day that I have, I've ever had. And then I can say, okay, you know, you've never had a day better than today. Or if they say to me that they have this great relationship and everything's wonderful and great, then I can say, okay, well, what about this time that you told me not but seven days ago that you were having this issue, right? So I can help people kind of figure out where are their blind spots? What are they saying that doesn't align with what they've told me? What's the truth, right? What events that we can both observe are true? versus how they feel. And that's something that you can get someone else to really help you to do. Like, what should I work on this year? A lot of the times we will be working on things in recovery and leave all of these very uncomfortable things on the table, right? Like, yeah, I I can work on, you know, moving my body a little bit more, but I don't really want to talk about changing my diet. Or I can work on DBT skills. I can work through this workbook, but I don't really want to talk about actually implementing the skills when I'm in, a, in an episode, right? Or I can, you know, do all of this mindfulness work and breathe and do yoga, but I don't really want to talk about the fact that I lack cognitive empathy and that's a hallmark of the disorder. Don't tell me I lack empathy because I am the most empathetic person you'll ever meet. That's a hyperbole, okay? People with borderline personality disorder are very sensitive and can be empathic, but there are different types of empathy, right? So that's a good blind spot. Get someone to help you with mentalizing or looking at other people in the big picture of their life so you can engage in more selfless 
versus selfish behavior. So setting resolutions, number one, all progress begins with truth. So get a journal for yourself, create one entry that is an entry about how things feel, what things you want to occur in the future and what things actually were in 2022 based on logical observable events. If you need support with that, get a trusted coach or a clinician, reach out to me, reach out to Jay, get a loved one that you trust and you're not going to attack when they tell you the truth in love and have them help you so that you can start with truth. And then you want to create concrete, measurable goals. Briefly, I'll tell you what some of my resolutions are. One of them is to build this community, this platform for you guys, which is awesome. And, you know, it's definitely outside of my comfort zone. As I walk into recovery, I I really find myself wanting to be, to live more, right? So doing lives and, you know, doing those kinds of things can be a little bit uncomfortable for me because I really, you know, what do I do every day? It's, I wake up and, you know, I I do some spiritual practice, I work out, I cook, I spend time with my family, but all of those things, you know, are, are part of my everyday life and doing some lives and creating community, you know, even though that's a little uncomfortable for me, that's something that, you know, it's just seems like a natural progression of a podcast with a community of the size that we have. And thank you guys so much, by the way. I mean, it's, it's just been such a blessing how many people are listening and tuning in every week and joining the Facebook group. So You know, that's one of my uh, resolutions is every day to chip away at doing that. Another one is to become more physical, more athletic, more active, because that's who I was before I started the podcast. And I had a lot of free time at the time before I ran the business. I was moving all the time, quite literally. Most of my day was spent in movement. And so I hadn't been doing that after moving house and, and developing the podcast and, you know, building a business. And so now in, you know, for the last 24 days, Jay and I have been working out. He wants to, you know, do some CrossFit work, be a, go in the CrossFit games next year, maybe be a master's athlete. And I'm right along with him. And it's just been awesome. It's been 24 days of that. And I'm also working on an elimination diet as per my doctor, because I do have some Hashimoto's inflammation in my body. So I'm doing a carnivore diet right now. So those are some things that I've been doing, and also I'm practicing selfless uh, selflessness, right? So it's part of my moral compass, and also continuing to um, practice humility, right? Humility, so reeling in any kind of hyperbole and making sure that it's not, you know, me who is getting, like, praise that my pride, not confidence, but my pride isn't getting in the way of what I'm doing. And so every day, those are the things I'm working on. So every day I have a goal that's small and measurable and concrete that I have implemented. Now, all of my day isn't spent on my resolutions because I want to be consistent. I don't want to go all in, in this kind of black and white way, like I have to do this all the time or else. I want to build consistency. So we started out with, you know, easier workouts and we build and build and build upon that. Right, We start out with devoting this X amount of time to building this community and then again, build and build and build on that. So I want you to pick some things with that truth, with you know, starting with looking at what really happened last year, what you want to happen this year. And I want you to pick your goals with your trusted people if you need to, because all progress starts with truth. And then I want you to make concrete, measurable goals and I want you to start, pick a start date and then pick an end date. And then use 
your self-discipline, which is on your moral compass, to maintain commitment to the goal no matter how difficult it gets. So today is Tuesday. We have a workout today. I really am not in 100% mood, don't really want to do it, but that doesn't matter. I'm going to show up for myself. I'm going to show up for my partner, and I'm going to show up because that's what it means to commit to a goal. You can even start with committing to a goal, not for the whole year, but you can start for 30 days. And then after 30 days, reevaluate the wins that you've had and move forward. If you're looking at routines and, and goals of that sort, start with a new morning routine. They say, I'll wake up at the same time every day. I'll do my spiritual and my gratitude practice, and then I'll have this healthy meal, right? And every day you just do those three things. So make sure your goals are concrete. They're measurable. They're observable by someone else to help you with accountability, and they are based in truth. Hopefully that helps you kind of kick off the new year. If you've already created resolutions or you had some and you've fallen off, that's okay. Make sure you reel yourself back in and set goals that you know you can accomplish that are meaningful for you and that are challenging enough for you that they foster recovery and they help you see that there is hope and there is power in choice. All right, everybody. Well, I'll see you all next time for another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. for listening that was from borderline the beautiful a production of skeeter's strength mindset coaching systems we help frustrated individuals resentful couples and disconnected families navigate through tough times visit us on the web at skeeterstrength.com if you like this show remember you can hear it on anchor or apple podcasts or pocket cast or any app you use to listen to podcasts subscribe to get a new episode every monday if you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message. Some of you had some comments and questions from last episode, so let's hear them. I'd love to hear whatever questions you have too. Just download that Anchor mobile app, search for From Borderline to Beautiful, and tap the message button to send me a voice message. So, if you like this podcast, not only can you download that Anchor app, but you can help us get this message out to so many more people. Head over to Apple and offer us that five-star rating and let me know what you're thinking about some of our material. The more stars and higher rating we get, the more people will have access to From Borderline to Beautiful, hope and help for individuals with BPD. 